Well, welcome to this conversation on hope. I'm joined by Nikki Lerner. And Nikki is a culture coach, speaker, artist, and author, helping individuals and organizations move from monocultural to multicultural. With over 20 years experience as a worship leader, ministry practitioner, and leader in the area of multicultural work and life, her passion is to equip others with the inspiration and information needed to move one step closer towards healthy self-leadership and organizational diversity. Nikki also has a new book called Life Whispers and is the co-author of a book, Worship Together in Your Church as in Heaven. She's also got a number of musical projects, four solo projects, and leads the Multicultural Worship Leaders Network, which equips leaders in faith communities with tools for multicultural work and life. Welcome, Nikki. Hi, Glenn. I sound busy. Yeah, you do sound busy. Wow. So thank you for taking the time. <laughs> well, let's jump in. What is Christian hope to you as you think about that? I love this question so much. Um, so when I was thinking about it, there are two things that come to mind um, that surround hope, Christian hope for me. One is the fullness of the spirit of Christ. Hmm. Uh, that should give us great hope as Jesus-loving people. Um, I love the entire discourse that Jesus has um, with his peeps uh, in, in the book of John, John chapter 13 through you know, 17, even into the garden. And he's basically trying to tell people who would follow him, um, tell these guys, look, I, I will send the spirit to you and it will be in fullness. And here's what it will do just so that you know that I am with you and then I won't leave you. I think that is uh, the first space of our Christian hope. The second space uh, of our Christian hope is the opportunity to be transformed. Hmm. I mean, my goodness, what a beautiful uh, piece of hope to grab onto. I mean, I, don't, I, I assume about you, but I know for me, <laughs> I am not the same person I was right. like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's only because of the transformational uh, work of Jesus Christ. It's the only reason, because really there'd be no other reason for transformation. I mean, self-help is good. You know, you can get a little little far with that. But, you know, just deep life transformation. Those two things, I think, are at the foundation of Christian hope. That's beautiful. The fullness of the Spirit and the opportunity for transformation or the invitation to transformation. So one of the things I didn't mention in your bio is you also host a podcast called The Culture Coach. And so in, in all your work, you know, coaching leaders, helping churches with, with becoming multicultural, how does your work, how do you think of your work as relating to hope? Hmm. Well, right now, <laughs> uh, in particular, <laughs> um, there's a lot of opportunity um, to remind people that we have a hope. Uh, that we can cling to and profess. Um, You know, my main work as a culture coach is to help people understand one another cross-culturally. I work with a lot of individuals and a lot of organizations through coaching that, you know, uh, if they're predominantly monocultural, Mm -hmm. a lot of those leaders also don't have a world um, and a life that is diverse. Yeah. So when then you operate as a, as a leader in a church or an organization, there are just things you just don't know because you're not surrounded by a diversity of different kinds of people, right? I mean, that just makes sense. It's not right. a judgment. It's just information. Right. 
um, you know, the, if I only surrounded myself with African-American women all the time, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't know how to relate to anybody but African-American women. Mm-hmm. And so I like to come in and teach through some core competencies on, you know, here's what you may not know that you need to know if you want to be a leader of all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And so that that is a way that I use and God's called mm-hmm. me to bring a sense of hope uh, particularly here in our country, mm-hmm. where we are, we can be not everywhere, but some places so divided when it comes to understanding one another across ethnicity lines. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes in our churches, that is actually the first hurdle we need to get over sometimes right. before we can even talk about the gospel. Right. All right. And, and even when you think about, you know, each person's perspective, maybe each culture's perspective on hope is going to be different. You know, I, I grew up in Southeast Asia. I, I'm thinking about how people would orient themselves in a different way towards thinking of hope versus in, in, in a lot of contexts in America. And let's say in, in more affluent white cultural context, hope is really not about the future because life's pretty good right now. You know, so some, some of the stuff in, in, in my work is contrasting, you know, kind of evangelical, quote unquote, songs of hope, which are all about the present tense, versus think of African American slave spirituals, which are all about the future, you know, but your work, even if your your work just to try to get us to see from each other's perspectives, what is hopeful to me is not to you, because we don't we don't sit in the same seat here. We're not we're not experiencing life the same way. Yeah. And and the Again, centering around the idea of hope, even when we have that conversation, is to reveal those things don't need to threaten our hope yeah, yeah, yeah. or threaten who we are. It's actually meant to expand mm-hmm. and enrich our lives as individuals and as leaders and ultimately everything that we touch um, and everything that God is trying to do through us, right? And so it should actually expand our world and expand our hope to realize that you know different cultures see hope differently they read scripture differently Mm -hmm. we internalize scripture differently um that's not meant to to uh make us feel a sense of lack it actually is there to encourage us in hope that you know god made us uh racially or ethnically diverse right like he he did that so that means it's not a mistake Right. And it's actually something that is supposed to be used mm-hmm. towards seeing his kingdom come on earth. And um, if you think about it and you let it encourage you as a, as a spiritual leader, that different believers coming together is our only visual model. Yes. Testament worship. Like we don't have a model where it says, you know, at 11 a.m., all of the black people gather and, you know, they, they have church from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then, you know, the white people, they yeah, start their right. service and, you know, they start from 10 a.m. to 1050. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, right. We can't do that. I, no, that's not our, our model. So it should move us towards uh, Christian hope. I love that. Towards that. I love that. And you referred to, you know, the book of Revelation, this vision of future worship is a vision of every tribe and tongue, right? Every, so, so as much as we can approximate that or hint at that now, 
we're worshiping with hope when we worship in a multicultural, multi-ethnic uh, kind of way, which is so beautiful. Let's talk about music for a bit, okay? You're, you're a great singer, great musician, great writer. Um, how, what, what makes a song a song of hope? Oh, <laughs> wow. Such a great question. I think uh, a great song of hope moves the listener towards anything that is of light. I think that's what makes a great song of hope. You know, some would say, depending on your your cultural and spiritual upbringing, that, you know, it's corporate worship songs or, you know, songs that only say the name of Jesus or, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, I have a different come from uh, since I didn't grow up in the church. I got I was the first Christian in my home. Mm -hmm. And so creativity and music was just that it was just creativity. It wasn't connected to a sense of mm -hmm. of spirit right, or spiritual language. And so if I listen to, uh, you know, there's songs I've written for my husband and they lead me towards more light, more love, mm. more generosity, more peace, all of the fruits of the spirit, I think any song, no matter what the context, the genre, the reason, if it's leading us towards more light, mm. more fruits of the spirit, more of the things that we recognize in the character of Christ, then it is a song of hope. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation on Hope, Nikki. Uh, if any listener out there wants to find out more about Nikki's work, they can go to her website, NikkiLearner.com. That's N-I-K-K-I-L-E-R-N-E-R.com. Thanks again.